Thank you for tuning into the weekly sermon from Journey of Hope, a United Methodist community. We are a welcoming community that fosters belonging and acceptance. Through ministries, we enable individuals to transform their lives as they learn to follow Jesus Christ. We follow the guidance of the Spirit in sharing our faith through missional adventures, building relationships, and offering our witness to our community and world. We serve the Elgin, Illinois area and are located at the corner of Randall Road and Highland. To learn more about us, you can check us out at johumc.org or any of our social media platforms by searching Journey of Hope. And now, here is this week's message. Well, please rise for the scripture reading and the gospel reading. Our first reading this morning is from Romans 5, verses 1 through 11. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings, because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. You see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though for a good reason, for a good person, someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Since we have now been justified by his blood, how much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through him? For if, while we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son, how much more, having been reconciled, shall we be saved through his life? Not only is this so, but we also boast to God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. Our gospel reading today is from uh, John chapter 12, verses 27 through 36. Now my soul is troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour? No, it was for this very reason I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Then came a voice from heaven. I have glorified it and will glorify it again. The crowd was there and heard, and heard it and said that it thundered. Others said an angel had spoken to him. Jesus said, this voice was for your benefit, not mine. Now is the time for judgment on this world. Now the prince of this world will be driven out. And I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. He said this to show the kind of death he was going to die. The crowd spoke up. We have heard from the law that the Messiah will remain forever. So how can you say the Son of Man must be lifted up? Who is this Son of Man? Then Jesus told them, You are going to have the light just a little while longer. Walk while you have the light before darkness overtakes you. Whoever walks in the dark 
does not know where they're going. Believe in the light while you have the light, so that you may become children of the light. When he had finished speaking, Jesus left and hid himself from them. May God bless the reading, hearing, and understanding of his word. Amen. Maybe seated. Thank you, Randy. All right, so let me ask you some questions here. Got a favorite song? Does anybody have a favorite song? How great thou art. <laughs> uh, you know, this, these are one of these songs that, uh, that you can listen to over and over and over again. And uh, what a friend we have in Jesus. There's so many, so many great ones that, that we have that we, that we just love to listen to, don't we? You got a song that means so much that you never get tired of hearing it, never, ever. I think Trudy of the love of God, the song that she uh, jumped in with me and says, hey, you need to learn that song. I said, all right, all right, I'll try. I mean, I think we all have at least one of these songs in our life, and, and so this new worship series that we're entering into uh, here this week is, is focused on that. It's focused on the few songs of, in our lives that help us to understand the, in, uh, the meaning of our life. You know, how do they touch your life? Uh, the series that we'll do is we're actually going to look at the songs and look at some of the meanings behind them and discovering why they actually mean so much to us. Before we begin, you know, I got to ask you questions about songs that you have as favorites, uh, and you've already started naming some of those out. But now, I understand that when I ask you, you know, what's your favorite song? Uh, this was one of the questions that was asked to me during the uh, the Ask a Pastor Sunday. What's your favorite song? I can't narrow it down to one. There are far too many, and you probably have the same thing. It's like I got all kinds of favorite songs. Uh, I, I, I've got a song when I'm happy. I have a song when, when I'm with my wife. I, I have a song when I'm trying to be still. A song when I need motivation. They all have different meanings and reasons why I like them, and you could probably think of those for you. So here's what I want you to do, because I want to know what those songs are for you. So I want you to, uh, for, especially for those who are worshiping online and for those of you here in the sanctuary who are already on your phones and, uh, and having conversations back and forth with those online, put your song in the chat. And if you're not on there, then send me a message later, send me an email or something. Let me know what songs are your favorite. What songs mean so much to you? So yeah, put them in the chat, text them, email them, catch me in the community room after worship and tell me those favorite songs. Because you see, while I have a song picked out for this week, and I've also got a song for next week, and the way I look at the service, it sounds like uh, Margo and Mel are going to help me share that song next week. Uh, so you be look out for that one. Uh, but I've got two more weeks in the series, which means I have two more openings for songs Something that you can help me with. Give me a song that you like, and maybe I'll be able to pull I may have to throw them all in a hat and pull a, pull a song out uh, for those next two weeks. So, but let's dive into this series, shall we? First of all, I'm just going to ask that you would pray with me. Gracious and almighty God, God, we come striving to hear your word, to hear your message for us today. God, whatever that message is through music and through, uh, and through the words, the lyrics that are shared, God, open up our hearts. Open up our minds to truly hear your message for us today. 
And God, may the words that I speak no longer be my own, but they would be your words for your people. In Jesus' name, amen. So our first song in this uh, summer playlist uh, is a, one of those favorites of mine, uh, in the, especially when it talks about the concept of grace. Uh, especially within the Methodist Church, we talk about grace quite a bit. And so this one just spoke to me right away. It was recorded actually by Triumphant Quartet uh, and quickly made it to the top 10 of the charts, uh, the Southern Gospel charts, when it was released. The title, as you already probably are aware, is Love Came Calling. Love Came Calling. Now, I'm not sure of another song that so beautifully expresses the foundational belief of prevenient grace as this song does. And so now, just as a refresher, John Wesley, the founder of Methodism, had a view of what he would call the ordo salutis. Don't expect you to understand what that word means, but it actually is the order of salvation. The order of salvation. And this was focused on his view of God's grace. God's grace for us. John Wesley would break that up into the following. It would be prevenient grace, justifying grace, and sanctifying grace. Some would also add on their perfecting grace uh, to that list. However, we know that all of this is, is God's grace. It may be divided up into different ways that grace interacts with us and we interact with that, but it, it is all God's grace, just different facets of that grace. And so when we talked about this in the past, I gave the visual of a house, and Gary actually came up and he says, wait a minute, you're talking about prevenient grace. That's the porch, isn't it? Yes, that is the porch of the house as we get this visual of what the house looks like. Provenient grace is the porch where we're invited to join up there with God just to sit down, have a nice glass of iced tea or lemonade or just sit back in the rocking chairs and enjoy the grace of God as it is poured out on us. The front porch is where you get to know people, get to enjoy their company or maybe just relax a little bit. Justifying grace is the front door. This is where you make a decision to follow Jesus when you repent, when you ask forgiveness and you receive new life in Christ. You must walk through the front door, a decision that you have to make. You see, God has given us this, this free liberty, this liberty to make decisions and to decide whether or not we want to follow Christ or not. We make the decision and open the door and, and enter in. And then finally, sanctifying grace is the rest of the house. This is where we live our lives in God's sanctifying grace, hoping for perfection at some point. And perfection, if you remember, I said was having nothing but the love of God and the love of neighbor in our hearts. Uh, that is Christian perfection. It's an ongoing process, one that we journey together as a community of faith. You know, we're a journey of hope, this community of faith, a place that... that is welcoming, a place for people to belong, a place where we can change and transform our lives, and a place where we are encouraged to get out and share that message with others around. And so as I said, Love Came Calling is a song that beautifully presents God's prevenient grace. It even describes this grace for us. It's, it's God's love that comes calling out to us inviting us back into the perfect relationship, which is God's design. It's God's design for you 
and for me. You remember all the way back to the beginning of Scripture, we can go all the way back to Genesis and the creation story when Adam and Eve ate from that forbidden tree and immediately felt shame, especially in their nakedness. They hid from God. However, God desires a relationship. So what does God do? God walks through the garden. And as he's walking through the garden, what does God do? God calls out to Adam and Eve and it says, where are you? Where are you? This is God's love calling out to us, especially when we try to run, when we feel ashamed, when we feel like we are not worthy of the love and of the grace that is offered to us in the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Have you heard the love of God? calling out to you? Have you heard that love calling out to you, calling you back into a relationship? Have you heard it in the past? Or are you hearing it right now? In the song, Love Came Calling, we hear about a few different characters from Scripture and how Jesus called out in love to them. First, we have Peter. Many will remember the story from the Gospel of Matthew as Jesus is walking out on the water and Peter was in the boat and and got the courage to ask Jesus if he could join with him, if he could walk out there on the water with him. And so Jesus calls out to Peter and says, come on, come on out. Jesus invites Peter to join right where he is in that moment, out on the waves, out in the midst of the chaos on the water. You remember that Peter starts to sink as soon as he takes his eyes off of Jesus and starts focusing on the wind and the waves. And Jesus reaches up and saves him. And Jesus calls to all of us as well in the midst of the chaos of our lives. Maybe things aren't going the way you had hoped they would. Maybe family relations are strained. Maybe job situations are creating stress. Maybe your health might be faltering and you're wondering how you will survive as you face all those day-to-day struggles. Does it feel like you're being tossed about on a little boat in the midst of really big waves? Do Do you need a calm and reassuring voice calling out to you, offering peace and stability in the midst of your understanding? Are you listening for the chimes of God's voice (laughs) reaching out to you. God is calling. (laughs) Maybe, maybe God is calling right in this moment. God is calling. But you see, Jesus is. Jesus is calling out in love for you to join with him. Jesus is calling out for you to follow him, and he will calm the wind and the waves. If not in the world around you, God will calm those winds and waves within you. The next character of the song is, uh, is Lazarus. Now, while we can think about many people in Scripture in our lives who faced difficult situations, Lazarus takes the cake. You see, Lazarus was dead. It doesn't get much worse than that. 
Jesus called out to Lazarus from outside the grave. He called him to step forward, to step out of death and into new life, the new life that Jesus is calling us to. Please understand that this was not the resurrection that Jesus experienced, nor is it the resurrection that we long for. This was raising Lazarus from the dead, understanding that death was once again going to come for Lazarus at some point, until the final resurrection when we are all in the very presence of God. However, there are times in our life when we feel dead inside. Ever have those moments in your life when you just feel dead inside? You feel like there's no life within us. We're just going through the motions. I mean, maybe we're serving in the church, we're serving in missions or in our communities, but there's no life in us. There's no passion in us. Maybe if we feel we have a duty to do a certain project, but it's not our passion. Jesus comes to call us out of the grave and into passionate ministry and life that Jesus offers. Do you feel like you're hiding in the corner of a cold, dark grave? Do you wonder if there's any hope? Maybe you see a light at the end of the tunnel, but you're not sure if it's the light of life at the end of the tunnel or if it's a train headed your way. And there are days that you question whether or not that is the train headed in your direction. You see, Jesus is calling out to you today in love, inviting you to step forward from the grave and live a life full of love and grace. Next, Jesus' in, Jesus's encounter with a woman at the well. A woman who is getting water from the well in the heat of the day. She is a social outcast, not wanting to be seen by others within the community, but Jesus reaches out to her in love. In their conversation, Jesus calls out the past sins in her life, but not in a judgmental way. He's simply telling her about herself and invites her to receive the living water, the forgiveness, and the grace that is right there for her. Maybe you felt that way at some point in your life, that you were beyond the line of grace. You thought for sure that there was no way in the world God was going to love you God wasn't going to love you. No one else was going to love you. You were, you were damaged goods beyond redemption. How far have you ever run from God? You feel like you were the prodigal son taking off with your inheritance and living recklessly? How far have you run from God? I bet you all have some stories about how God accepted you back after you returned, after you turned around and went back and wanted to beg and plead to be entered back into that kingdom, and God welcomed you with open arms. The love of God called out to you, told you that what you were doing was wrong, but that there was forgiveness and that there was reconciliation through Jesus Christ. This is God's prevenient grace, calling out, inviting you back, welcoming, welcoming you back upon your return. Well, the final character in the song is a little bit different. You see, the final character is you. It's me. Love is calling. Love is calling today. 
Love is calling out to each and every one of you right where you are, right where you are sitting, right in your living rooms or your back porches, wherever you are, love is calling out to you today. I mean, you might be here in the sanctuary and you might be sitting here going, my gosh, there is this spotlight just shining right down on me and I hope nobody else is seeing it. You may be sitting in your living room wondering how God can see you right where you are. Feeling like a voice is speaking directly to your heart. Please know that that voice which is calling out to you is not one of condemnation. It is a voice like a warm embrace. Like a faithful friend. It's a voice that is relieving our doubts and our fears, reminding us that with the forgiveness and new life offered through Jesus Christ, we will never, ever be the same again. Never be the same again. And so if you have not heard this song before, I would like to share it with you this morning. Go ahead. On the stormy sea of Galilee, when he said, Peter, come to me, he was calling. Love came calling him. And to the dead man, Lazarus in the grave, he came much too late to stay, he was calling. Love came calling. Love came calling Every doubt and fear erased He was calling Love came calling like a faithful friend Never be the same again He was calling Love came calling Through a veil of tears and bitter pain She heard his voice so clear and plain He was calling Love came calling Through a veil of tears and bitter pain She heard his voice so clear and plain He was calling Love came calling. Love came calling like warm embrace. Every doubt and fear erased. He was calling. Love came calling like a faithful friend. Never be the same again. He was calling. Love came calling Long before I ever knew the sound Of what could turn my life around He was calling Love came calling But when I heard the brilliant sound Of freedom where my heart belongs He was calling 
love came calling oh he was calling Gracious and almighty God, that we've heard a message of, of your love calling out to us, of calling us right where we are, accepting us and welcoming us back into this relationship with you. God, God, we are coming from so many different places. And I know that, uh, that some here are in a perfect place. They're in a wonderful place. But I know that there are others here that are feeling ashamed. They're feeling like, like they don't belong. They're feeling like, like how in the world could you still love me? Even if you knew all the things that I have done. But God, your love is calling out to us. Calling out to us right in our very spot right now. Telling us that, that we are worthy. That we are loved that we are a beloved child of yours. And so God, help us. Help us to just to release all of those things, all of the shame, all of the guilt, all of the worry, all of the pain, and just offer it back to you, knowing that you will take it and you will remove it from our lives. God, thank you for calling out to us in that love. Thank you for calling out to us through your Son, Jesus Christ. Thank you for the forgiveness that you have offered and the new life that comes. All this we ask in the mighty and the powerful name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. May the, Lord, the love of God, the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit go with you. And may it go with you always. Amen.